Hello, and welcome to episode 71 of Bourbon and Bad Opinions, where what we're drinking is slightly better than what we're thinking. Uh, it's the fearsome foursome again today. Unfortunately, man, Rob, Rob is doing what he's doing. He's slinging in books, y'all. He's librarian, yo. He's slinging in books. uh, Yeah, I'm Carrie, and so I'm joined by Sean. What's up, my people? Chad. Hello, Sean is wearing the fifth, a fifth column shirt today. I like it. Yes. Oh, he is. Oh, yes. I just noticed Bo this. Bo the fifth column. Check we're going to talk out. about some fifth column type stuff yes, on the we show. Are. We are. We're going to yeah. we're, we're going to get into a rabbit hole. I think yeah. it's mm. it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, John forgot. Ahoy, ahoy. Didn't want to forget about you. Have you punched all the buttons? I did. We're punch all being just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. If you wanna, if you wanna say, if you wanna say that, you jerk. Um, when we were recording GBS on Monday, we were 15 minutes into the episode, and I was all jacked up because we had uh, Haley sure. Haley Harmon on, which was a. I mean, we haven't had a guest on that show since since uh, March. And actually, that was a good local get. So I'm not, you know, no, not I know. that it, was a good one. It, it really Does she w- normally listen to the show? No, but oh. she, I will say too, just as a side note, she gave us a very, very nice shout out on her show uh, well, that's cool. on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Solid. Said she Solid. had a really good time. And so so we had a great time with her. But I looked down and we're like 1547 in and I hadn't hit, because I record all tracks separate plus the master track. Um, and I we know because mine was off once. Yes, yeah, <laughs> she got the Sean treatment. So I looked down and I hadn't hit Lauren's record on Lauren, and I was like, "Oh crap!" And so we started over. And bless Haley Harmon because she was like, "That's fine if you want to start over. I got time. We can do it." So uh, I thought the episode turned out real well. That happened to us one time too, didn't it? We'd Did. gone about Sean. twenty minutes and like. But now, now I know for a hundred and ten percent that just because, as long as I have the master press to record, can it, we still? use that word that's primary show. primary, primary. as long as i have the primary press to record on the board it will record everybody's mic all right cool. and isn't that a load off your mind yes it is it certainly is mine. that and i don't want to get canceled by using the wrong words mm. it's too late <laughs> yeah. it's too late there's rumors that's what happened to rob but i think it's <laughs> rob was canceled those rumors are vastly overstated and alleged no rob wasn't canceled no. man rob's still trying to sort through library books He's slinging books. They've been hopping, buddy. Jen said it was like there was so much going on the last time that she went that she went ahead and canceled her holds when Rob told her they were ready. Said she'd just keep reading on the Libby app, I guess, because they had, I think she said something about the line was backed out to the street. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, unfortunately, and I think we can we can say this because it is it's public information. It's been put out there by the Herald Leader that unfortunately they had to lay off the majority of their part time people. Um, yes. At, yes. at LPL, yes. just because of all the stuff that's that's happened and all that, so they're they're running shorthanded, and so. And Rob's got two hands, so he's working them. <laughs> he, he's working them hard. He is. He is. When yeah. he gets done, he can come to my place to work and help me move three thousand chairs. But that's a nice thing. So what do you all got to do? Is put them six feet apart and all that? Yeah, we um, we are cutting down the occupancy of tables. Like our big long ones are going to be only three people, and any four toppers. It's only going to be one. So, what are you going? To, how are you going to store those chairs? We got to figure it out. That's See that? This is what I find fascinating. Yes, is sir. the to me, it's like you hear about this, and we go to different places, and all. I always think about the logistics. What are you going to do with three thousand damn tables? What are you going to do with all these chairs? Right. Like you have to have the physical space to do it. We went to a place here yesterday afternoon and had a couple beers, and um, 
in Lexington now, you're allowed, restaurants are allowed to go to 50% occupancy right. if you serve food and that kind of thing. So they did what I expected a lot of others to do, but I had not yet seen, which is basically they just have all the chairs they can't use piled in the corner. That's what you have so to do. So it's really that further reduces your floor space. Yes. Because if you, if you had a place to store those, then you could have a table or two more. In this case, probably three. But... Nobody has nobody nobody was ever space. built for that. For instance, exactly. nobody's built for that. The 3,000 chairs that will not be used at my place of work will stay in the building somewhere mm-hmm. because we You'll don't. Ha- yeah, you have to store them. Yeah, they don't, the university does not have a place or the people to get them out and store them oh. and yeah. then possibly bring them back in January or next spring sometime. It's just a person power issue and a storage space issue so oh so, points you know, for person power thank you sir i don't want to get canceled i told you that <laughs> this man is trained already very well i work on a campus sir he knows uh, oh I he know, knows i he know knows. well interestingly enough i just spotted something out of the corner of my eye i didn't know this was a thing so apparently gbs the sister show is doing a baseball movie bracket and I have so many questions number one being why the natural is a 32 seed because it was all blind picks Oh, okay. So blame John for that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like in actual baseball movie, it's solid. Right. That's like top four right there, yeah. sir. It's all blind picks. If Bull Durham doesn't run the tables on this, there is, you know. Well, I got news for you, Chad. <laughs> I got news for you. Well, you know, I, I figured, so that's actually a, uh, a, a part of, we're doing this giant uh, crown the best sports movie of all time. Yeah. But we've separated into categories. So that if we start out with basketball and we- What won basketball? Blue Chips. I don't. Is that, is that which one was that? Was that Leo? Nick Nick Nolte. Right. Um, no, I don't know that, that was Basketball that Diaries. Diaries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Patino was in that movie. Shaq. Shaq was in. Penny Hardaway. Was Space Jam in the running at least? Uh, no. no. They don't like <laughs> no. Space Jam. Lauren sir. can't stand Space Jam. Um, and then the football movie bracket. That was that was a good one. That was fun. Wildcats won that. Can we say I hope to God Rudy didn't win? No. Oh, oh, no. He went out first round. I think. No. Yeah, that, he survived the first round. He got. He should out. be in a playing game for that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be offsides again. Yeah. So so yeah. So we just started the movie baseball bracket. Well, that's uh, cool. Last week. So what's going to be the last one? Just general sports? I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. All the golf, so that better be ten cup. Well, no, no. All the all the tennis movies. Yeah. I actually think I actually think golf has golf and hockey have their own categories. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. Um, and then I think there's like boxing, horse racing. Like there's a, there's set, but I think boxing could probably have its own. I think I could get. How 32. can one of the Rockies not win? Just Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's well, like, Rocky Four would automatically go through. Hurricane is that the, is that the, the one hurricane. with uh, Vlad the, Ivan, uh, Drago. Ivan Drago? Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly one of the. Must break you. Yeah, if hey, he dies, he dies. Go listen to uh, M- much, <laughs> much Cold War. So Wyoming, right? right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, Gidget, uh, Gidget, and her her co-host Angry Man on the Retro Cinema, they just they just did that one mm-hmm. uh, this past week. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to. But I will say that's the finest one of the finest pieces of Cold War propaganda. Produced by either side ever in the whole entirety of the Cold War. War Games is up there for me. I think it's one of the best Cold War movies ever. War Games is very, very good, time. but I think in terms of just like general like propaganda. Oh yeah, for and the sure. fact that Sylvester Stallone wrote it. Yeah, you, well, you know? know he wrote Rocky and won, and won an Academy Award for won that screenplay. Award, yeah, yes he did. Hey, don't sleep. But people have been ragging it, but man, the, it is an absolute. Like, it is just absolute violence porn uh, for his latest, uh, like the, the Rambo 4. Oh, yes, like, yes. It's a difference. So he's not in the jungles. He goes he's in Mexico, right? To, yeah, he goes yeah. to cartel land. Mm. Oh, man. Don't sleep. Don't no, sleep it's, it's actually good. It is. It I've is. heard in terms of politics, it's like people are like, whoa, I can't believe he did this movie. It's solid. Is it? it? Is. Yeah. I haven't seen it. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. much politics. He's heard... just killing drug dealers. Yeah. I mean, that's all yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know that I've heard anybody say good or bad recently. So you're like the first people that oh, have I'm, said I'm, 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 a, I'm a huge Rambo homer anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But that one's great. It did. Mm-hmm. The storyline and all that. I was I, expecting another back to somewhere in like Southeast Asia yeah, or something yeah, like that. It was good. enemy lines. This one's just... He's a far, he's a rancher down on the border, like borderlands, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I won't spoil anything. See, because Ram- Rambo two is really interesting to me because in, if Rambo First Blood, which is the first one, and he's John John Voight's the sheriff, right? No, 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 Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. That's right. But it's like so he's a Vietnam War vet. Rambo is, and yeah. he's obviously kind of got the PTSD yeah. and that kind of yeah. thing. And then they drew First Blood. Yeah, they drew First. <laughs> yeah. Right, but in that second one, man. He like steps it up a notch in terms of, I think, where people thought about the Vietnam War at yeah. that point in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because you were only like 10 years removed or something from. Well, you know, the, the thing about that was one, that was when the big uh, POW MIA yes, yes. movement started yes. about bringing that's, people home. Yes, that's yes, yes. that's where that's I was going with that. Yeah, yeah the, uh, you're exactly that's right. That's the one where he was magically shooting bolts into the rocks to keep climbing up. Is that it? I and it's also so. the one, the second one too, is that's the one where you had, that's where the knife came out, right? With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The I still have one, you know that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the compass with top? the compass Oh, yeah. 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 I, oh, yeah. I drunk ordered it from Amazon, I don't know, about 10, 15, yeah. <laughs> well, and in Jim that, was like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, it's my Rambo knife. <laughs> and in that one too, he's huge. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's gigantic. He's gigantic in that one. He's yeah. not that big in First Blood. No. Did no, you no. all see the third one too? The third yeah, one was Afghanistan. I don't think I saw the third one. Was third like, one. They were somebody, somewhere in Southeast Asia, right? And he, they had to go up the river almost back. Like, now, which um, one was – was that four was the Afghanistan? I don't know. I don't know. know. What a number they're on. Is this the most recent one, the fifth or the fourth? Fifth. Okay. Fifth. I didn't see – I didn't see but, four. Oh, yeah, the third one – I don't yeah, remember. third one was Colonel Troutman gets caught by the Russians in Afghanistan. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And right. he has to go and rescue him. And then – the uh, fourth one is when he goes. I'm sorry, folks. I know way too much about. It. He goes and gets the missionaries out. Out, yeah, somewhere that's, in southeast. Yeah, somewhere yes. in south. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. That's right. Well, I gotta tell you. You know, we talked the, about the the fact that when, before you all came over here last last show, John was watching Twilight. Um, <laughs> this weekend, he's not watched not one but two crappy movies. One that that you'd already seen. Um, the Kingsman Golden Circle. Yeah, it's terrible. terrible. Oh, oh, no. Is that the one with the statesman in it? Is that the first yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you hate it that I mean, that it's, much. it's total campy humor, right? Oh, it it's is like, campy yeah, humor. Yeah. And it yeah. starts off good. That first yeah. car chase and fight scene, yep. I'm, I had great hopes going into that one. Terrible. And then they destroy everything. Not, spoiler alert. But I mean, you yeah. think it's going to turn. Yeah. You think it's going to be good. I Julie, think there's another one coming out, too. Is there? it really? Because oh, Julian Yeah, Morris I think it goes, it goes back and tells the story of the Star of the Statesman. The yeah, whole program. Yeah, like when they were younger. Yeah, when they were younger. Okay, because before that. Like, the yeah. fact that they brought Colin Firth back in the second movie when he got shot through the eyeball in the first yes. movie. It was on. explained because of the use of the alpha gel because they had already realized that there was an, un- <laughs> an inappropriate volume of traffic, so they knew the statesmen were there. If we, you just, if you just like, didn't know the statesmen existed, so you didn't understand how they could have saved him because they didn't know it Do we need to switch seats? Do you want to sit here? I'm just saying. <laughs> Do we? If you all have not seen the latest Guy Ritchie movie, it is absolutely fantastic. No, which one is that one? I can't think of the name of it. It's the one that's uh, got uh, Colin Farrell in it. It's got uh, maybe has Colin Firth in it. I can't remember. Uh, it just came out theaters last year. It's probably out for okay. I have to go well, check that one out. So funny. The second movie. I come in from Hammockin earlier this afternoon, and he's watching Transformers. Possibly one of the worst. It's yeah, Michael Bay. Come on, man. No, you, you go to Michael Bay for a certain thing, big explosions, and all that kind of stuff. The gun handling in Michael Bay is good. I give him that. 
but it's another reason you watch Michael Bay movies. Well, and here's my uh, here's my other question to y'all, uh, and and then we need to kind of get on to what we're drinking yeah. here, and then talk to Chad about some of his bourbon adventures that he had last week. Um, the fact that what happened with with fight scenes becoming so herky jerky in movies nowadays. What do you mean? Like the cameras, like just it's going oh, so it's the, fast. It's that and MTV. It's so... MTV ruined video production and action movies with the MTV jump cuts, and everybody does that now. Huh. It's and it's just I can't even follow oh, them. So you, yeah, okay. I mean, seriously, that's, that's a, interesting. That's a thing that's in the film literature from that they talked about how MTV huh. and music videos changed editing, particularly for action movies, and that's the reason really? that the jump cuts. And then the other thing that probably affected that was all the wire work that started from the Matrix. So that's the reason you see people fly like 300 feet more than yeah. they used to do because the wire work. But like the camera's going so fast yeah. and like everything to me is just like yeah. herky-jerky. I guess and... I haven't picked up on it. I mean like another action porn out there, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I mean that was great. That was some good stuff. I've I have yet things. to see that. I've oh, heard, it's good. I've heard it's good really things. good. See, I think that the difference is that it's um, the gaming world and platforms yeah. and that she's too old to watch that kind of stuff because she doesn't do the gaming thing so she doesn't she's not accustomed to it so you got to pay attention that might be the third generation of this movie stuff but in gaming if you play the shooters you you know you have a first person thing so the camera doesn't move around and they don't change the camera a lot because you got to see what's going on they they spin a lot but the camera's still on one point of view it's a lot like wolfenstein was in the day if i'm not mistaken yeah that game made me sick castle castle wolfenstein yes oh it 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 was vomiting Oh, Doom. Mm-hmm. See, I was never a first-person shooter. I never enjoyed well, those. Still don't. Really? Yeah. I, I am, but they all moved to online, and I hate people in real life. Yeah, so yeah. Why do I want to play with yeah, them I just, online? I, I want to play by myself, right? That's And I'm not paying 60 bucks. <laughs> oh, watch out. is what she said. Yeah. But, anyway. I'm, but I'm not going to pay 60 bucks to buy a game and finish it in like a week. And, and have some 10-year-old cuss you out. Right, exactly. exactly. Like Jen yeah. was playing a game yesterday, and this person said... Um, you're the worst, W R S E. Like you know, you fucking dumb shit or something. Like that. And Jens is like, wow, yeah, wow. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. God, people, even children are the that's worst. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so ten year old. That's just, the reason I pretty yeah. much stopped gaming. My my uh, Xbox is my streaming platform. There you go. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. people. We're we're going to talk about some trolling, but uh, I guess we got to get to what we're drinking. And John, John had to make a choice today. We <laughs> we we told John to choose, and John actually this is Sophie's choice episode. Yeah. Kind of paced around and twitched, and his eye twitched, and he looked around and he looked around, and he finally set something on the table that was actually already opened. Well, but see, I knew I had this in my back pocket. So what I have here is the it's the old Fitzgerald Bottle and Bond series. It's the kind that was the decanter. Sean will have pictures up. This is a 13-year um, that I got. It um, is, the labeling says it was, uh, I think it was Bottle No 5, or, yeah, Bottle No 05, I don't know. It's got years on it. Uh, it's spring of 19 is when it was sold. Yeah. 2005, So I yeah. think it was, um, I think it was, put up in 05 and then it was it was sold in 19 it's the spring version because as chad points out there's like seven of them now uh there's 11s 13s 15s i think 16 16 16, nine yeah and it's so there's a wide variety and there's some spring it's all that kind of thing so i got this um because i had a few of them uh i got it from a friend who gave it to me one day when i was at work so i put it in my car and let it sit in the car which is normally fine it was hot so this is your psa don't do this um Totally forgot that the bottle was in the car, started to drive home, got about five or six miles down the road and heard a pop, and that's exactly what had happened, is the cork popped because of the heat in the bottle, and it, um, so basically, this is your warning, don't ship things on weekends, 
at this time of year, at least in Kentucky. Yeah. You will yes. have that problem. I've had that happen. Um, ship them on a Monday so that you know they're going to arrive most likely within the a few days. Don't let them sit in the back of a truck. Um, that sort of stuff. And then if you do have them, you need to reinforce the cork because this had the little, it has a little fake paper tax stamp on it. So that helped a little bit, but it just got hot enough that once I hit a couple bumps, it was, it was a goner. So I knew it was, it had already broken. It's uh, the seal as it were. Mm-hmm. So I'd been sitting on it he for a while. And- so how long, how long has it been open? Because we kind of had this discussion before we hit record is the fact that this isn't a freshly open bottle. It has been opened. Well, it, it popped about a year ago because okay. I would have, it was sold in the spring of 19. I would have gotten it about a year ago. So spring of 18. Spring of 18. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then it was, so I, I would probably have had it a year. Okay. All right. The nice thing, you don't get all that, the, the prevalence of all that alcohol right on the nose, which no, I think is nice no. since it's been Super open a little bit. Super sweet on yeah, the nose. It very is. Really yeah. sweet. Really sweet. All right. So we're going to, we're going to sip on this and, uh, you know, we'll give our assessments at the end here, but I want to get into talking to Chad because he did kind of two different barrel picks, uh, this past week. Yeah. Uh, one over zoom, which I think it was going to be interesting to hear your kind of take on that. And then you did another one in person at new riff. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So we did one uh, right now, Old Forester, like each distillery is doing their own thing. Some have not really opened back up. Some are like open at a gift shop maybe, um, but they're still all distilling. But so Old Old Forester is not having anyone on premise other than the people who are actually part of the distillation crew. Um, their master taster, master blender, uh, Jackie's eye can, she led our in-person pick there last year and she led our zoom pick this year. And it was great fun. I mean, she pays a lot of attention to what, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll ask you, do you want me to talk about these and what I think about them? Do you want me to shut up and you all have your own opinion? Do you want to be blinded? You know, these things, um, it was a great experience. And I think in large part because of her personality, right? She's very approachable. Um, she definitely, she picks out things that, that I don't get. She was convinced that one of the, the one barrel that I liked, I had it ranked number one. She said she couldn't get over the, the smell of hay in it. And a couple other people said that they got the two. I don't know if it's because she mentioned it, you know, but I didn't get it at all. I thought it was a banger. Um, the barrel I chose came in third. I mean, I'm sorry, came in second. Um, so we picked a, a one that everybody had number one or number two. Uh, the only dig on that I'll say is if you get a chance to do one of those, you can't expect a lot in the way of like having a really good time because they send they send sample bottles to your rep, and so there's enough for about everybody in the group. Like so, we had f- one five of six, and so everybody got about an ounce and a half. And if you've been to like real barrel picks before, when you can drink, you know. Five ten ounces, you know, of anything you want. It's kind of it's kind of uh, disheartening, but they did they did a good job. We're happy with the barrel. Um, then we went back to New Riff. Well, real quick on the the Zoom thing, let me ask you this: Did do you think that them sending you the stuff affected it over going there to pick it straight out of the barrel? Because there's obviously a difference at that too. A little bit. It's going to get a little bit of oxidiz- oxidization, right? Um, so, but I don't think it would ultimately change it. Um, you know. When you do pick with her in person, like she'll drill the heads of the barrels and pour a craft on the table and you share, you pour till your heart's content. Uh, but this, because it's, you know, she goes in and she chooses barrels for all, like if she has a week's worth of picks, she'll go in one day. I don't She didn't say exactly what day. And she'll, she'll draw enough barrels to send people the reps, the samples. And then, you know, there it's up to them to get the group together to distribute it. So she still goes in just to do that only, but oh wow, yeah. But, how, how many people were on that pick? Um, there was three in Virginia, uh, two local, and the liquor rep. Okay. Yeah. So, Chad, does she do like 
all the same barrels for the whole week, so you hope to get in early, or each group gets a different. No, set of I, barrels. I think I think what they do is they have you know they get so many barrels in the pool, and mm-hmm. that you know she'll send send those out, and whoever picks them first get them. You know if you like them, this was actually barrel strength, which is great. The one we picked last year was single barrel, so I'm really excited for it. Uh, I think it came in around 115, 116. Should be a good one. All right, when is that expected to come out? Do you know? They said probably October. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then you did the new riff. Yeah. Then we did new riff. Who does? I've, I've, I've bragged about them before. They do a fantastic job. They're so hospitable. Um, I've, we've mentioned before on the show, it's the, the gentleman who formerly owned uh, the party source. Uh, he sold that place back to his employees so that in Kentucky, there's law, you can't be the distiller and be the distributor. Right. Um, so he actually, he's running a nice operation. They were all thankful that they got to come back to work, but the distilling team has still been going at it. They're all masked up and things like that. The difference this year, um, usually you get to take a tour and, you know, you get to talk to people, interact with people, whatever. There's none of that. I mean, you meet, you mask up, you sign a consent form. Um, you have to wear a mask at all times as you walk through the property. Um, and so they'd take you to the tasting room, which is a fantastic tasting room. And they've reoriented the tables so that there's only four people at a table. And these tables would hold like eight generally. Right. And they put up plastic shields in front of groups of two. Uh, but once you're in there and they leave, like they'll give you, you choose, they give you a sheet of the ones that you might be interested in. And you choose three. In the past, they gave you a sheet and you chose five. And they would go thief them. You would thief them yourself and bring them in there. This time they would, you know, they would leave you in the room unmasked to hang out with your friends, whatever. They would go and get them and prepare them and come in and blind you in sample bottles. And it's sad because you only got an ounce and a half this time too. It's like, yeah, uh, but still, it's a great pick experience. Uh, it was pretty much unanimous on this one, which one we liked. Uh, you know, I was reminded Masik went on this one with us, and he's pretty tight with those folks up there. How much retention that they're holding back each year? They're holding thirty percent back. Wow! So you got to think they've got like the MGP style distilling process, and they're holding back so much. Can you imagine when that stuff is seven, eight years oh old? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. And but see, this we've talked about this before in terms of distilleries doing this, and then you know obviously creating a shortage in the market, which drives mm-hmm. the price up, which you know the scarcity and all of that kind of thing. But I mean, I guess if you if you've got the ability to do yeah, there's it, there's no shortage from. The, I mean, no. you know, those are always on the shelf. Uh, their pick program uh, sells out every year. They fill you know every every pick. Um, but they just, I guess their business philosophy is like, you know, they're still like what the, what we got will be four years. Again, it's four years as of when we picked it. But imagine when they start saying, Hey, who wants in on a six year, a seven, oh, yeah, that's six I know. to eight to nine ish year MGP stuff. And this is the same style to me is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. Interesting. Good things coming up for them. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm glad that you had a, a good experience with the zoom pick. But we're hoping, obviously, that it doesn't stick stick with that. Yeah, I'm uh, doing a wilderness uh, trail pick this coming up Thursday. I think we're picking a rye, so we'll get to revisit the ISR on, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see if we can pick a better one. Um, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, it'll be interesting, too, to hear about that experience versus the new Rift experience and kind of what... Sure. Because, obviously, each distillery is going to kind of do something yeah. different, right? Yeah. I mean, you'll probably still have to do the mask thing, but then in terms of the tasting... Yeah, one of the groups I run, we had to make a conscious decision to stop picks for the year. Like, we've got so many in the queue. I think we've got three more left that we're wow. just like, we can't... 
because the way the group runs is you've got an automatic end policy. And a lot of these people, like, you know, have been laid off that are in this group, too. And right, so you right. don't want to keep shoving bottles down their throat and say, if you don't take it, you're out. Right. Seems kind of unfair. So we said we'll stick with the ones we have, unless, like, you know, like a, a Weller foolproof pops up. We're not going to turn that down. Because sure. those, are, those are good. Well, that's, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. It yeah, is very absolutely fair. fair. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to ask you something else, and now it has just gone straight. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I think it's interesting how the, um, and we're a little biased because we know you, and you've talked about uh, the barrel picks for a significant period of time. But now we're seeing everybody do that. Like, it was, there was a point when we started this podcast a few years ago that, I mean, I'd heard about them. I've seen them occasionally, but it was not common. Mm-hmm. Now it's like every restaurant has their Yeah, picks. Shamrock's every, just released. Oh, the, really? They like just, everybody's uh, doing this. They went to Bullet and did a Bullet pick, yeah. and they just released it this weekend. Huh. And the Bullet facility, I don't know if I really talked about it on the show, but I can't tell you how. I think it was when we were talking about that's when the guy, when the owner was just getting just slagged in the media because of his re- relationship mm-hmm. with his daughter. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. But their facility that they built for their gift shop and tasting room is amazing i've never been down there uh i couldn't find it again if you told me it's somewhere east of here like right on the yeah. way like to louisville it's you know huh. we'd picked four huh. roses that morning and we had lunch and then after lunch we went up there i think it's north of 64 but east of here okay uh it's a beautiful property because i want to say that i remember like heather and steve and them went went yeah. went over there like last year i think mm-hmm. it was and did the pick and they were real super excited about it and they just released it uh yesterday oh really so you can go to either heartland location or patchen i don't know if they're selling at the seller because they own the seller too but i know you can go to either patchen or heartland and pick up a bottle if you want yeah i'm excited to see more more businesses do that but it's interesting to me how much it's like now it's common you go into yeah the average restaurant and they're going to have their selection it's it's a money maker for the distiller because they know we're still selling a ton but we also have just sold a lot more at this markup and we know those are all yep. out the door, yep. regardless of what happens. And they're guaranteed sales. Yeah, exactly. And in this climate, that's even more important. Yep. But you get these businesses, because they did this, obviously, back in the spring before people knew what COVID was or the winter, that kind of thing. Was, I think it was last fall um, or something. Okay. But it's it's one of those things where I love it because you go, you get to try it, because they're going to have a bottle open to sell. Mm-hmm. And then if you like it, it's it, the bottle was 65 I think they're selling it for. Right. So, I mean, it's not, reasonable. it's not crazy. Yeah, if you get a chance, local people here, like, you know, hit Banners up, sports bar on the south side of town. It's oh, yeah. been it's been yeah. many bars before, but Banners is his best incarnation. Um, they've got a Weller foolproof that they did, and it, we had it the other night, and it's, it's really, really solid. Well, because that's what you just you were talking, just to kind of put a, a exclamation point on this, I suppose. Um, when we had, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Ed Bly? Yes, Ed Bly on, and he was talking about those store picks, and we were like, Okay, like, yeah. you know, hadn't even registered with We'd, me. I'd seen them, but I hadn't seen them frequently. Right. Now I, I feel th- like there's some groups out there. I'm in one of them. There are probably others. I'm in one that I know that's just store picks only that people that are just homers for store pick. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm a homer for them, but I think when most of us that have been doing this for a long time, and I don't want to sound like, God, I hate sounding like a bourbon snob, and I'm not, basically realize that, like, hey, you can't get anything that's allocated anymore. It's not worth my time. It's not worth the hustle. But, hey, picks are... Uh, often ignored right people yes, just like oh yeah. I, don't, I don't know what yeah. that is right and like when some right. of them are amazing well you yeah. know the liquor barn buffalo trace picks i've been happy with with those just the plain buffalo yeah. trace one and they're always on the shelf i'm like why aren't y'all buying this this is 
for and it's the same price as regular Buffalo Trace. Well, and usually I, a little who, care has gone yeah. into it. And usually yeah. whoever's picking, I think for the for the restaurant or the uh-huh. store or whatever, I mean, tends to have tends really, to know what they're doing. Yeah. If not, they'll learn quick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the hardest thing about that I've had with picks because you, somebody's got to know what they're doing. I got to yeah. know like anything that you and your buds and KSD and all that pick. I know several of you. I know man, that, that something's going to happen that, good. That knob yeah. creek is a banger, man. Yeah. yeah. I love that That's bottle. Good. And so yeah. when next time he goes back to Pikeville, he's going to get bottles for us. Like, okay. Because you know, I'm out. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I liked it that much. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, we, we left some for Rob. Yep. There's still some over there. Yeah, we but did if you don't get back for, quick. Well, that's true. I don't know. We gonna drink it, Robert. I don't know how long it's gonna last. All right. Well, yeah, Chad. Thanks for uh, sharing that. That's really yeah. interesting juxtaposition there with those two things. And hopefully, going forward, you know, distillers will be able to at least figure out um, how to keep doing these these picks. Well, they, we know they're gonna have enough hand sanitizer. I mean, oh. it's something <laughs> you, you all should look into if you're ever interested. Anybody that listens to this or people at the table. Each year, and I don't know when it starts, and we could look into that, but New new Riff, they'll sell picks out of the gift shop. Like, you can oh, get wow. in the queue wow. to have your own pick, right? Not going through, you know, you don't have to go through a restaurant. But, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll designate, you'll have to designate somebody like, what third party is going to sell this mm-hmm. to the public? But you can buy the right to pick your own barrel, right? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. What's a New Riff barrel going for these days? Gosh, it, barrels, I've seen barrels range anywhere from, like, Three or four thousand dollars on the low end for like younger product, right. like at MGP, up to like fourteen thousand. Wow! Just depends on who it is and you know what they're. I, I can tell you this: when I signed the paperwork for Whistle Pig, it was like ninety five hundred. Wow! Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But you're getting Whistle Pig. I mean, look yeah. at what you're. Yeah, getting. I mean, yeah, right, I enjoyed you know? it. Yeah. yeah. And axe. And they pay, and I've never like you know I've not been on the the business side of the Maker's Mark uh, uh, private reserve picks, but I hear they're. Twelve, fourteen thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But it'd be worth it to tell you the truth. Yeah. If you have twelve or fourteen thousand dollars laying around. Right. Or if you have enough, you know, if you've you got people, if you got, yeah. you got forty people. or fifty, yep, right. sixty friends that say, Hey, I'll take a couple of bottles. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's gonna pay for itself. Yeah, yeah. totally. Definitely. Yeah. So anyway, something to think about. For I see sure. the wheels turning in John's head. Well, right I've thought now. about this before, yeah. I think it'd be a fusion awesome. pick. There you go. I think it'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I bet we could probably. I, I you know, I say this mm-hmm. with uncertainty, but you know, talk to Shamrock said about about doing something. Yeah, as much as y'all hang out there, as much as they know yeah, y'all, you, right. you know, yeah. or at least get on their pick. Like yeah, if they do another pick, one, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe worth it. So All right, I'll so, say one last thing before we yeah. leave. It. Like picks are such an enviable thing. So much that KSD, you know, who we st- we started a five hundred one. I want to talk about that for a second. We started a we got incorporated as a five hundred one c three last week. We had our first oh, board really? meeting, first first board meeting, elected officers. Nice. Uh, so we started running raffles to cover startup costs for for insurance and all this kind of stuff and PO boxes and all the right. little stuff minutia that you have to have. Um, so far, when I left the house, I think we already raised six thousand dollars just to get the five hundred one c three started. And one of the things that we put on there, and, you know, I, I called out to the guys, I was like, I want to make sure that this is like the top thing is a spot on a pick because people want to do that. It's an experience, yeah, exactly. right? You know, it's, I, I remember my first pick. I thought it was awesome. I could not wait to do it. I felt like I was stupid and didn't know what was going on, but I wanted to experience that. And so that, that's, you know, even if we have done that, I think we probably could have got a thousand bucks just people wanting to like throw five bucks at a chance oh, to go. Yeah, sure. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great that, cool. that y'all finally started a 501c3 with that. Cause I know that KSD, you know, is 
far as you know, its silliness and in, in, oh, yeah. on the Facebook page goes, does actually raise a lot of money for a lot of different yeah, charities. Forty grand alone last year just for shop with a cop. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So five hundred one c three makes total sense. Yep. Definitely. Well, good. All right. But we had to get insurance because we know how those people act. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do, sir. <laughs> yes, you yeah. do. Can't be having the board of directors like sued for shenanigans, right? Yeah. I partied with KSD and all I got was this lousy head wound. And I just <laughs> um, all right. Let's stick. Let's stick with alcohol on this topic. Of alcohol right and we were all underage once and trying to get the liquors and and, well, and all bottle sure. shop new circle road <laughs> thought you knew son <laughs> and you know all well, the cat liquors the cr- cr- crappy all the crappy uh crappy bourbon crappy beer malt liquor whatever i don't know. get a homeless person to go buy you yeah, a bottle yeah, Zima. bartles and james yeah. oh, zima slow gin yeah. oh my god yeah uh uh boone's farm or Boone, yeah, that's that's Boone's it. Boone's Farm, Boone's Farm. Yeah, yeah. And Mad I'm so dumb as young. I tried to drink vermouth. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! A buddy brought it to school, and we sat in the library and tried to do it. God, I couldn't oh, even get through a drink of that geez. stuff. So. <laughs> but when you're in seventh grade, you're stupid, right? Well, we were we were looking. We had stopped, and we were looking at the uh, dismantling of the Kerwin Blanding Complex yesterday. And John was reminiscent of his time on the ninth floor of Kerwin Tower, his freshman year. And would you say somebody bought you a bottle of Jim Beam? Oh well, that, I was underage. That was the same spring that the Blue Wax Maker's Mark bottles came out, and I didn't get to buy those because I was too young. So then a friend of ours who was um, in the beginning, like a friend of ours, they're like, well, so-and-so's going to the liquor store. Do you want anything? And I'm like, yeah, I'll get me some bourbon, and I got a bottle of Jim Beam that I white, probably white still have. Yeah, white oh, yeah, label, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I probably still have somewhere. I thought you got sick off day. of it. No, I, just I didn't, didn't like get sick it. of it. I was just, I mean, I was just sitting there drinking it out of a glass, and I was like, well, this is a little anticlimactic. <laughs> My first bottle of bourbon was, which is wooden bourbon, was Jack Daniels. So mine was, okay. mine was Jim Beam. Yeah. See, I, I made sure that about Kentucky stuff. Yeah, I didn't go Tennessee. even at the, even at a young age. I at was the, discriminating. At the time, I, sir, I was residing in Tennessee. So hush. oh, we'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. drink all right. local. So you know, not all of us can get into Vandy, Sean. Again, like yeah, like not all of us can stay either. <laughs> <laughs> like Ch- like Chad said, you, you know, you got somebody you know older than you, or you know somebody that needed money on the street corner, hanging, go in and get me, yeah, uh, totally. get me or fake IDs, you know, oh, that's, yeah. right? They scared us with that Moss freshman year at UK. They tried. They I get maybe they do it every year. Sean would know since he's there, but they had such a huge campaign about it being a class C felony. Oh yeah, they it still ran do. in the like. The Kentucky yeah. Colonel, like it all the time, and I'm just like, yep. uh, I think I'm gonna have to pass on the fake ID, bro. No McLovin, huh? Yeah, no McLovin. No McLovin. <laughs> so, but na- now, now we've got this new trend with underage childrens, I'll call them, and the TikToks. Which, if you have TikTok on your phone, you need to delete it immediately. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. I won't go down, but if you want to know, China, why, yeah, is <laughs> watching you. Just yeah. everything's watching you, but that is in particularly the stuff that I've read that it does and what the data collects. Oh no, it's bad. The Central Party appreciates your contribution. Yes, yeah, they do exactly. So anyway. These kids are dressing up, not just putting a, a handkerchief over their head and putting on some, you know, like powder or something like that, trying to create lines on their face. They're going full on mask up, trying to look like an old person to go into liquor stores, film it, and buy alcohol. Yep. Like, it seems like it take, it's taking them hours to put on this latex makeup. That's too much work to commit a, a crime. I'm sorry, you know? It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I'm with Sean on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a lazy criminal, right? Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, John, have you seen something? Cause yeah, I but it doesn't surprise. To me, That what else are they going to do? they got no school. they got nothing else to do. And the fact that they film it, of course, they film everything now. These, these kids take a 
film when they honestly they film themselves taking a dump. Yes, like they do. It's that's disgusting. it. Everything is filmed. Everything is filmed. Because if it's not like, on TikTok and your friends didn't see it, it didn't happen. Right. It's like that meme I sent to group the other day. It's like the guy from Pawn Pawn Shop or Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Yeah, and he's like, "Can I get a cigarette or a or a beer?" He's like. Best I can do is war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Best I can do is war. Yeah, if you're, you're eighteen or under, yeah. or under twenty-one. <laughs> uh, but now it's it just seems like way a lot of work for not much payoff. Well, and that and they want the notoriety again. We've talked about this. They have to be, you know, they want to be influencers. Like John said, if it yeah. didn't, if it if it wasn't on like Instagram or, or TikTok, it really didn't happen, right? Like they're probably spending more to dress up like this and do all this yes. than the than the actual pack of Bud Light that they're buying. And oh, the fi- for sure. And the right? fine would be. Yeah, they're paying more than the fine. Then the would fine be. would yeah. be for getting buying yeah. under. Smart kid I work with. I worked at the grocery store when he he was eighteen. I was eighteen. We we were seniors in high school. Um, so he went to back the grocery store. Emptied out a uh, 12-pack of Mountain Dew and put a 12-pack of Budweiser in its place and then sealed the box up and then ran through that, you know, like, checked out at the end of the night, right? I mean, that's like... This kid was 18 who did that? Yes. I know somebody who was dismissed from a, an employer about uh, oh, he was 10 months this. ago, yeah. and he was in his 40s doing the same, pulling the same, <laughs> pulling the same Yeah, this guy was actually dismissed when they found out. When they saw, they found a Budweiser package back there, and somebody bought it, and they brought it back. It's filled with Mountain Dew. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's some north side action right north there. North side. But it's a smart, it's, 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 it's a lot better than like putting on makeup for two hours and trying to. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's ingenuity. Yeah. You know? the, the grift has got to be, it's got to make sense. It has to be logical. It no, has no, to no. have a, a high percentage of success, but it also has to be a low buy-in. Well, who, yeah, totally. To Look, the, John, the John, John with the like economics of the grift. grift I know, sir. <laughs> you got to analyze. Sean, were you going to say something? No, I lost my Because I was going to say, I thought somebody, I don't know if it was somebody in this group or somebody else told me a story that they used to go out back to the dumpster and throw the cases of beer in oh, the dumpster. People do that at grocery stores, Yeah, that's too. notorious. And, yeah. and then that's come back and pick them up oh, later. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They mark you, them as busted or lost yep, and they can throw them out. Because in the grocery store, you have to take out so one of your duties. If When bagging is slow or whatever, you got to take out stuff and take out trash. That happened, too. Like, they, yeah. they, they were in charge of, like, the, the restocking the milk cooler and stuff like yeah. that. So, I guess they would hide it back there, yeah. and then yeah. they would take it out with the old milk and then put it in the dumpster and yep. then come back around and get it or something. I don't know, remember who was telling me mm. that, but... Somebody. Anyway, we ain't gonna name names. But again, that's ingenuity. You yeah, know, or have, have mean, somebody like me, like work. Like, but dude, I'll be working on. I will get on the check lane. You come through. I won't card you. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. Like John said, the buy-in has to be low. Like, totally. Totally. So I mean, I got I got nothing for this. Honestly, you're yeah. not you're not even trying. What store did you work at? Randall's on Bro- North Broadway. Yeah, that's now the Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. <laughs> I, Randall's. Mm, I remember that Randall's. But yeah, either either try making a fake ID or, or use some kind of ingenuity or, or get out. Well, you I know, just, you don't deserve the the Bud Light. You know, <laughs> well, back in the day in the '80s, we had to fake ID where you would hold up the full size poster board and somebody would take it with a Polaroid and then it cut oh, out. Oh yeah! Wow, then that's some ingenuity yeah. right there. Yeah, and they so. had the removable letters that you'd reuse to spell out names and all that. That's that. Uh, uh, Sadly, I never owned one. Vegas vacation. Mr. Papa Giorgio is yeah. on the strip and takes the smile, kid. You're now Nick Papa Giorgio from Yuma. Yeah. So, Mr. Papa, so, Mr. Papa Giorgio, where are your, where are you, I see you don't, you're not wearing your corrective lenses tonight. No, because I do not require them. I've seen that movie way too much. You have. It's funny. Clearly. It's a stupid movie, but it's one of those ones if it's on, I'm watching it. That one and European were really stupid. They were. You, but yeah. I love that first one was just, it's classic. Oh, it is. Oh, it definitely is. Well, because yeah. that was uh, John Landis. It was part of a. Yeah. 
John Landis article out of National Lampoon's because he wrote about going on vacation with his, his family. family growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where that came out of. But anyway, I digress. Come on, kids. Use use your intelligence if you still have any. This is why the world's going to hell, is because kids aren't <laughs> using their intelligence to buy alcohol. Yeah, because their intelligence has been sucked by the daggone TikToks and everything else. It's preach. Yeah, I mean, they're just sitting there staring at that damn screen. I can see their brain cells into the ether. I'm going to grab me some extras. Because well, okay. I'm getting old, I'm going to need them. Yeah, but I'm going to jack into the cyber, to the cybers and steal them. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, with the oh, was that movie Neuromancer? Neuromancer. No, no, I was thinking of Strange Days. Strange Days. Yes. Strange Days. Oh, yeah. that one and the with uh, Ray what, Fiennes. What's the one with the uh, Keanu Reeves, Johnny Mnemonic? Oh, Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. It's a very good Neil Stevenson book, by the way. Huh. Stevenson's the man. Yeah. Did you did you see? Uh, did you read Reemdy? I did not. That's great. Well, you know, he predicted all this stuff in Snow Crash. Snow Crash, yeah. yeah. It's, if you go back, kids, go back and read Snow Crash, and you will see your life right now. And go. if you want to give up six months of your life, read Ream D, because it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a million pages. Sir, is that like reading, uh, what is that thing by uh, Joyce? The, 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 <laughs> yeah, the Winds of War by Herman Welk. That's no, another, I was saying like, that, like that Cloud Book or Sky. Oh. You think um, it's Sky Atlas? Or yeah, yeah, Sky yeah, Atlas. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I burned that one. You can find all those at your local public library. Yeah. Just make Rob. Do some work. Don't come on Monday because he's already tore up. <laughs> so anyway, um, we can just go on and fall down a troll hole now. Um, we've done this before on the show. We've talked about trolls. Um, uh, Chad is friends with this dude who we need to get on here. And yeah, we need to have the we need to have the troll episode. And, yeah, and have my buddy on here who will have to we'll have to get him like a voice thing for him or whatever. Like, I'm just gonna sit here with my mouth open and just listen. I'm not gonna say a word when he shows up. I'm just gonna drink and listen. I mean, he literally gets people to rage quit Facebook all the time and like just like send him the most hateful, hateful messages. And one of them threatened to drive up here from from Texas this weekend and burn his fucking house down. It's just great. <laughs> wow. And it's his hobby and oh, he enjoys it. So you know, it's it's amazing to watch. But, Dude, you can make money at that. Trust me. It, you can, and but it comes back around to this weird thing that popped up. Like I think it, it popped up. It came and it went. It I think was it like, came from Reddit. It did come from Reddit, but it it like it was like a big thing for like a week because it was trending on Twitter and stuff, and then now it's kind of disappeared, right? So it's this uh, Wayfair, which is a website that sells furniture and things. Yeah, but they're just they're third they third party it. They do yeah. third party it, but it's it's mostly furniture and home goods. I think is how they advertise. Yeah, and it. if you get something you don't like, they generally don't even want you to ship it back. They'll just send you a different one. Yeah, that or they just give you the just credit. Give you the credit. Just, just, give just you say the credit. keep it. Yeah. So all of a sudden, apparently, somebody somewhere noticed that people on Wayfair were selling like cabinets for $41,000 and but the same cabinet is also like three not $399 right sorry. And, and and they were saying there was things in the description like no passport required and 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 stuff like that so <laughs> all of a sudden this goes to that children are being sold on Wayfair like this Wayfair is being used as a third-party platform to sell children and it went a d- bit deeper I think it was like more that like almost I got this sense that it was like sexploitation like yeah, human, tra- human we'll trafficking say, we'll yeah. say human trafficking yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but then they had like well and they were named for like they were missing children and it was like models named Ashley yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Cabinet was named the cabinets Ashley was named Ashley or whatever yeah, that, that was part of the proof and then apparently you could see like a backpack in one of the closets that was like a a a younger person's back. I don't know. But anyway, this thing blows up. And like, hashtag Wayfair was trending on Twitter for a while. But then you go to Facebook. And of course, instead of people like actually trying to do the work to, to 
do five minutes of research on this. They're just out there going, oh my God, is this real? Is this real? Are they really selling children on Wayfair? Like, can you buy, like, is there human trafficking going on on, on Wayfair? And people are like, you saying yes. Yeah. I'm like... Oy, 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 and then all oy. of a sudden the post people are like oh my god that cabinet post just disappeared because it got called out because it was human trafficking it was really human trafficking i'm just sitting here watching this going have we really gotten this yes we stupid? have stupid yeah oh like, yeah totally. no i mean here's the point there are bad people in the world there and are. they do there sell are. children However, they sell it on a part of the web the that you can't web. get to yes. unless you know how to. You don't stumble on it when you're no, trying to redo your bathroom. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Update, update your spring fashions. Buy a new liquor curio. <laughs> no. You're not going to find this. This Why is this Live, Laugh, Love song cost $42,000? <laughs> 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 right? His name is Leanne. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But I just, I'm sitting here watching this, and especially, I mean, Twitter was iffy, but I think Facebook was the worst because you've got well, these, no, you've got got these i'm sorry i'm gonna say it these bored housewives and these moms who are just like they believe every all this kind of stuff that they read well uh, this is also part of the aging demographics of twitter because twitter has been abandoned by the young people i bet Mary. well facebook facebook sorry facebook she didn't even know what facebook is if she's hardly ever on it because and that's left all the people who are actually older than us who inhabit facebook because yeah, they got on it and that's where they get their news and that's where they see their grandkids' pictures. It's all there, and it's all they care about, and so they believe anything you post on that. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull the rob here. I'm just gonna say this is 100% real. If you guys don't believe it, it's <laughs> I can't even keep it straight. Face. I know you couldn't even do it with a straight face, man. Good attempt. Yeah. It's a good try, Chad. Yeah, good try. Good try. Good try. Nice try. Point, nice points try. for trying. Yeah, let me give you a little dap on that, bro. <laughs> John. Well, the thing to me is that it it is so Facebook is mom book. People have talked about that for a hundred years. Um, the same thing is true of I think the thing to me that's interesting is that it, it has become this is where I go to see people. But if they didn't, if Facebook wasn't your primary source of news for a significant dem- portion of the demographic in the United States, then Putin wouldn't spend so much time advertising there. Oh no no preach he, no because he, he knows where the voters are exactly. Older people vote more than younger people, so exactly infect the Facebook. Exactly. But you st- so then you get to the point where the, the thing that bothers me is I'm not saying it's true or not true. If it is true, obviously shut it down. If it's not true, I think it's more likely it's not true. But the thing to me is that people don't – you mentioned people don't take five minutes to, to look into it. It does not take five minutes to Google something. You can Snopes it. You can do any Us any old boomers would say, have you looked at Snopes yes. yet? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, there's no reason you have to just – but, but this is the – it's the mindset of Facebook that you go and you ask your community, is this true? Not realizing that you just put that out for everyone that ever was a part of your feed who now is like, this fool thinks that's true. Didn't bother to look it up. And then the the comment section is the best part because you're like, oh, I think it is. I totally think it is because I've looked into it and there is a person by that name that's missing from this area and has been missing for 14 years and they're charging $14,000 and it's clearly a clue. And I was like, then the person below is like, y'all, this is a total... Gaslight, gaslight, You are, you are clearly. Being it's a fifth column here. operation. Yes, what it, yes is. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. No. So you know, and it just—it's it, so funny to watch this stuff develop, though. It, oh yeah, that's, it's great. That's to, that's to me, and and you know, not even being necessarily part of the troll, but to watch people lose their minds and look at it and go, "This is obviously fake." No, it's it, it's social engineering one hundred and one. Yeah, it's it's you know, great. And if, if I was a more conspiratorial person, I would think, "Yeah, there's somebody behind pushing this." 
but of course it's not. It's because it, people are the worst. Yeah, it's, and it's groupthink at its yeah. finest. It's it's a natural it's, human it's a reaction. Chan Reddit, like eight yeah. Chan, yeah. whatever it is today. It, that's that whole thing. It's thing started, and people it, it takes off like wildfire. It goes viral. Yeah. It really does. It's it's insane. Now, like I said, I think it came and went pretty quick. So I think people. But the memes are still coming in. The memes are great. Are they? Yeah. yeah. The memory remains. That's <laughs> right. <Yeah, sorry. laughs> well, nothing on the internet ever disappears. Just remember That's that. That's correct. That is correct. But yeah, I just I, I wanted to bring that up because I just thought it was just insane. It's great. It's just insane. It is great. I love watching it. Watch people's heads explode, you know, and particularly people that Chad and I went to high school with. I just want to giggle. And giggle, and especially giggle when more. you try to tell them it's wrong, and they're I, I've, like, I've yeah. given up on. I don't that. even try to argue with people on there. No. It's just too. It's, you, it's you, you all witnessed my troll move this week. Oh yeah, this it was week. fabulous. It was gorgeous because yes. nobody wants. Nobody to, wanted to engage. No, nobody yeah. wants no, to bite it. Nobody, nobody wanted anything to do with that. And it was, it was brilliant. It was great. I'm not going to say what it is, but it was great. It was. Yeah, it was great. All right. Uh, so, I, we keep, I keep bringing up this topic because it keeps evolving and changing, like week to week to day to hour to hour to hour to hour, and that's that's the sports world, and in particular college sports ball. Yeah, in particular college sports. Um, What's that? I've forgotten. <laughs> we've had we we keep having differing opinions on this. John was opt John was optimistic, and now he's not optimistic, and now I'm not sure where you fall anymore. But um, what's our opinion now? I'll go back to where I've said since February, early March, that it's done. It's not happening. I got a little optimistic May-ish, around in May, but I just don't see it. I'm with Chad. It, it's, it's put a stick of fork in it. It's done. Especially when you start looking at, like, at the big Power 5 schools, a number of age, number of students who are turning up positive for COVID now. Mm-hmm. We can discuss positive and, all, positive and all that stuff for another show, but... Yeah, it's just I think it's done, and you got college per, colleges, campuses more worried about students on campus and making that payroll for the next semester than they are about having a hundred of them play football. Yeah, I mean that, that's the same question that they're facing even at the high school level too. Right? Yeah. I mean it's bring kids back and do sports too, right? Yeah, but I think high school has a better chance of playing than college because it's high school you can contain it to local people within a community so like if you just in lexington if you had just the five high schools or how many well but that's not schools? that's not it they play regional games but that's oh, you're saying, saying, oh you're saying if you, you just kept if you it just yeah. locked it down you're like you can have <clears throat> sports but you're gonna play in fat county right and because everybody in fat county is under the same ostensibly under the same rules and nobody yeah. travels here you <laughs> i know, like how you said ostensibly around yeah. it yeah yes. it's um the the college thing is i i don't know why we're talking about this because um Notre Dame's coach, Brian, your boy. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. He Boo. said we're going to have football. No question. I mean, if you can't, if you can't trust that Jesus. man's word, I don't know why. Well, because he's freaking out because they I, they and, don't have a conference, and no, that's going to yeah. be a problem for well, them. Well, but they deserve to rot in, in eternal purgatory. Yes. Yes, they the do, sir. But my point is, Rudy was also I do think there's going to be football <laughs> because there's a point at which they're going to have to – it's all about money. They're going to have something. Now, I don't think it's going to – I think it may start and stop. You may have states that pull out and say we're not doing it. I think the the – Everybody is moving forward. It seems as though everybody's moving forward with an, a conference-only agenda um, where you, you have a schedule that is just your conference peers. But the problem for us is everybody in the conference except us in Missouri is 
a state that's going in the wrong direction in terms of their their numbers and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I can't I imagine undefeated season. I can't imagine anything worse than Kentucky playing Missouri ten times or something. God, I, I think I'd rather. Just, I'd rather have not sports, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would totally rather jump off the top of Commonwealth Stadium than watch that ten Kroger times. Field. Uh, screw you. <laughs> but it's. I think the big thing to me is the basketball. I don't. I don't understand how you're going to have basketball, and if you if you don't have a tournament for a second year, that's another round where nobody gets paid for the NCAA. I don't I don't know what you do, and it's what concerns me is this is happening at the worst possible time with the development of the G League and this idea of paying players to go from high school to the G League. Like, what do you tell a kid that's going to be a potential collegiate player? Because the G League is going to say, if you want to go and roll the dice, go right ahead. But they haven't played in two years. Yep. It, I mean, fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. You're, you're only going to delay yourself. You're, I'm going to draft you anyway. And you're going to be behind the kid that is sitting beside you who was lower rated than you but chose to get into our system a year ahead. Well, so, I mean, it's it, it potentially could be problematic long-term for collegiate sports. And that's what concerns me. Chad, were you going to say something? Oh, I can't add to that. I mean, that's no, a great okay. commentary. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, I hadn't considered the G League aspect yeah, of that. Well, and kind of leaving basketball and football out of it, talking about kind of the non-revenue sports, or some people call them varsity They're sports. Done. They're right. done. They're done. See, and, and here's the problem. And I, I'm going to talk about this again tomorrow on GBS. So if you listen to both shows, you're going to hear my, my same opinion on this, is the fact that people don't understand, especially, I mean, and at a D1 level, but definitely at a D2, D3, NAIA type of level, or maybe you don't have football bringing in the money or you don't have, you know, high-level basketball bringing in money or something like that. You only have these, these like, baseball, softball, women's basketball, um, lacrosse, those kind of things, right? Soccer. Um, those kids normally, uh, and I will use my former place of employment because it is a very, very small school, uh, those kids are on partial scholarships. Yes. Right. The rest of the money that comes to pay that tuition it's paid by football. It, no, no, it's from financial aid. From financial oh yeah, okay. You're talking about government. the rest. Of, yeah, right, right, right. right. So, so I'm to, I guess I was saying that half money that they get is from oh, the big yeah, sports. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm kind of going a different yeah. direction with this. So the 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 school relies on the fact that they're going to get that government. Oh money. yes, yes. Oh <laughs> right? yeah. Oh yeah. Sean, I mean, you know, I know, I know. I want them on campus. Why? Because that's going to be my check. And when when these Let's students aren't living on campus and they're not occupying the dorms and you're not getting that financial aid money because they they, they got to get half the tuition from that plus the partial scholarship, you're screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. The food service vendors, like, you know, janitorial staff. I mean, it just, it's a trickle-down thing, right? It it's totally like, is. And I think people – I feel like a lot of people don't understand that aspect of it because people are like, oh, well, big deal. Not don't you think you can suffer not watching sports for one season? But the economic impact right. Your is, kid is you know, not yeah, getting yeah, educated. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. There, and, that and is it, your point. And your community I'm, is – I'm fine. Yeah. And your I will figure something yeah. else out, but your kid will not be educated. And your community will not have a tax base. Yep. That's right. to be honest no, with Especially, it. like, in our community. Yes. It's a huge tax yeah, base. It's huge. 20,000, 20, the place I work now, 26,000, almost 30,000 30, yeah. students. Really? Because I'm, and they're the largest employer plus, in the largest state. Employer. Yeah. Yeah. Largest yes. employer, so that's your occupational licensing fee, right? Yeah. That's where you, that's employment yep. tax is huge. Then all the revenue to those kids, those tra that yep. transient, the, you know, the transients that come to here and the money that they spend yep. and bars in the community. And, and then you places. point out the things like the food service contracts and the janitorial yes. contracts and the PPD. These are people that had to be paid to upkeep the facilities because it's a, how many, I don't know how many acres UK is, but it's a huge it's area a, in the center of town that has to be kept up and you have no money to pay the people to do so. Yes. And, right. and it's going to 
turned to and wasteland. And then you got to think about all the Fantastic. apartment complexes that are out by where we yep. live. They are, they're going to be empty if right. nobody comes back from their yeah. hometown. And think about all those bond notes are going to be called too, right? Yes. Whether oh, yeah. or not you have yep. your revenue or not, it's yep. time, you know, your yeah. community is, yes. your debt service well, is still and, there. And I, yes. use, I use Center College as an example too, you know, and they have a pretty good endowment. So they're, they're, they're doing okay, but they canceled all their fall sports and they don't have football. Now right. they have basketball. And, and soccer. But, and but they, like they, they have, when did Center get rid of their football? They have football. Do they have football? It's not good. Okay, but that's, it, I wouldn't consider it like a revenue generating oh, no. sport necessarily because they're like, are they? They're not in a. They're CCA or CAA or something no, like they're that. In, they've moved up to Division Three, I think. Have they? Okay. Anyway, Maybe, the, the bottom the bottom line is again, a lot of those kids are on partial scholarships or partial athletic and then an mm-hmm. academic, and then they're still getting money from the government. That money from the government, I cannot emphasize enough, is what keeps a lot of people employed. And a lot Absolutely. of these smaller oh, yes, colleges. It does. Absolutely. It does. And the bigger ones too. Yeah. And without without those varsity non revenue sports, man, yeah, it's total trickle well, down. Well that's and then you think about all the like lower D one and D two schools who get paid to take a ass whooping. Yep. Yeah. That is a lot of their Here's places. your half a million dollars show up and let us dunk on you for yes. forty minutes. That is right? their athletic budget right. for the year. Yeah. yeah. Well that, that's what yeah. when, when the Big Ten announced um ten I forgot now. Big Ten plus one plus one. Big plus 12. one plus one. Is Nebraska's in there, aren't they? Yes. I think it's Big Go 10 plus one plus one, plus one plus one. Anyway, the B1G, they show up there and they said, we're only going to play conference sports, conference schedules for football. Well, the very first thing is you've got teams like Northern Illinois and Toledo and that kind of thing. They're like, they're done. EKU because was they, supposed to go play West Virginia. EKU was supposed to play West Virginia. That's some of these schools. But, but if you look at it, it makes sense. And you should have seen it coming. Because if I'm a, a Big Ten school or any power five school and my contract says that i owe you a million dollars guaranteed to come up here and get your ass whipped i'm not going to have people in the stand so i'm not sure i'm going to make that cash so i cannot pay you that money so i've got to find a way out the problem is as sean points out that other school that was supposed to come here and do that they're done like that was it was a million dollars to fund the entire athletic program to put field track down to do renovations here renovations there and it's i read an article that talked about this as well they said the first and you've seen this already the first thing that people canceled was the um, men's baseball baseball yeah a lot of baseball teams Um, went under too many kids they travel too much it costs too much they make no money and they're all dudes so that kills you on title nine the article that i read said if this if we don't have football and if we don't have basketball again, even if we do have basketball again, it argued, if you go one full cycle in all the revenue sports, the two revenue sports, and you don't make any money for one full cycle, when we come out on the other side of this, athletic departments will not be the 35, the 15, the 25 sports you have today. You will have football, men's basketball, women's basketball, and a women's sport of some sort. Most likely to make soccer. 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 Probably soccer. soccer. Because yeah. you can do local and regional sports. Yep. You don't have to build for more than 10,000, maybe 5,000 people. Maybe it's 10,000 at a big school, but 5,000 people in a stands. Yeah. You don't have to have a huge area. I've never you seen 5,000 on, <laughs> train on this place. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you train on the same pitch that you play on. Mm-hmm. You have an option there. It's a, it's a low-maintenance type sport, and it gets your Title IX numbers. That's all you have to worry about. And it's – I don't know what they're going to do, but it's it'll be fascinating to see because they're kids who have spent their whole lives training to be collegiate athletes, to go to the to Olympics, to move on into the professional ranks, and the whole thing's dying. And, and people like Cal were talking about it on the radio this week, and he's like, "It's these we got to figure a way to let these kids play out, live out their dreams." But I I don't know you can do that. In well, this you world. you can't when you look at it when you think about 
what is, what's a college team now? Hundreds of players, a football team. Football, hundred. And yeah. then the, the men's basketball is eight, fifteen, 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 sixteen. Calendar takes nine, but yes. So let's so let's go with a hundred and twenty as a discussion. So that means yep. you got to have a hundred and twenty women on campus to meet Title Nine. Yep. That still cuts down a lot of male and female people who are using this to get their step, their next step up in life. And who are living in the dorms and who, who yes. are, you know. And, and they're still working somewhere else. Exactly. To, they're, they're, yeah. full, they're full customers because uh-huh. that's what these kids are. They're yep. customers. They're fully a part of the economic column of the, the local community. Yes. But it's one of those things where if you look at that, you're going to be forced then. You're going you're gonna to have to force football to but, pare down to get the numbers right. But we're, and you're going to tell these kids we, we just can't, we can't do it. But we're bringing out the things that people don't want to talk about they just no, it's, it's real exactly. divisive in this world to say the pro sports people versus non-sports people and the non the non-sports people are like can't you just like not have basketball for one season or football it's like there's real economics and livelihoods here. and all these and it's people a you bigger, profess to, comp- to care about can't yeah, go to they college can't go to college right and chad and we were talking about this before we started recording not to mention those kids who in, especially in in the bigger in a bigger school like i would say like a michigan or, or something like that and maybe maybe uk i don't know how they're program operates anymore but whatever but marching band yeah and you, oh, yeah. Can, you can get kids kids get marching band scholarships hell yeah they you know do. yes they do. they absolutely well, yeah. do so so one thing i will point out and we did talk about this before is people like chad's talking about oh can't you do without sports that's fine the problem is there are people who went to to get a master's degree in performing arts they are people who their life is to play the oboe for the rest of their days yes. for yep. money yep. you cannot be given I, I well i won't say that I don't know how you're going to be given a degree in a performing art where you're required to perform in a group in a symphony if you cannot get within six feet of people. I, I yeah. don't know how you're going to do right. it. I yeah. Just, yeah. It's the same argument that kills marching bands, that you can't do this. And I get that. It's nothing but people spitting and emptying valves on each other. I understand what it's about. That one time at band camp? How do you do that with somebody who is a cellist who is one year from graduating with their performing arts degree? I, I don't know how you do it. But they didn't have no job. Well, no, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go get down to there, yeah, but you're right. But you're right. I mean, then there's nobody that's doing this because we can't. You you can't go on to perform with a symphony. Nobody's going to pay you to do that because we can't have people in a building. Right. You can only have outdoor things and in places, larger cities where mm-hmm, these things are mm-hmm. paid. Um, uh, pay a living wage. Such a, exactly yeah. where you can do that. Nobody's doing that either. And this, folks, is why in contracts and insurance writers, force majeure is a real thing, right? Yes, it is. is. This was, you know, quote unquote, you can say any conspiracy theory you want, but ultimately it comes down to an act of God, right? And it's like, it's an economic wrecking ball. And to to argue otherwise, I think is is foolish. But I'll listen to people who think that it's like, oh, my health, my health, my health, my health, my body. I get it. But this, like, colleges, pro teams, I mean, the sequestering of the baseball team, it's like... This has huge economic impacts just in the sports world. We're not, we haven't even touched oh, well, scratch a surface of anything else. We're just talking about the sports world. And, and you know, I kind of, again, want to circle back to this marching band thing because people are like, oh, you just you can't watch sports. But it affects more than just that. Cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. Yes. You know, and all those pe- kids are on scholarships. Trainers. I mean, again, it's, again, it's people yes. that were athletic trainers, people who wanted to be coaches, people who graduate assistants. Sports medicine doctors have no place to practice. I mean, there's all this stuff. Yeah, people Dan- want to dance work. teams, the yeah. B the B squad of the cheerleading teams only do like the the you know the nine.
Don Premier Sports. Right. Yep. I mean, it's it's huge. And again, all these kids, a lot of these kids have partial scholarships, and they right. rely on financial yep. aid, which in turn helps the university or college. Full time referees who yep. like travel to they get yep. paid, yep. and the guys that clean up the gyms and stuff. I mean, it's like, sell the popcorn. There's a lot of people. Once you yeah. start thinking about it, yeah, it's, it's it's not just the players on the field. It right. takes a village. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's like it literally a juggernaut. It's so big. There's so much going on there. Did it's you just insane. say that? I'm he not going to mention her name on this. Cause I don't want to get got, but a pox on you, sir. We should probably not do this in front Sean of Sean Livingston committed suicide tomorrow <laughs> at 5 p.m. <laughs> I did not say her name, sir. No, this is true. It was implied. But it, Allegedly. It, it is one of those things that it's when you start to delve into it, it's we've it, it disrupts our regular lives and we've all seen that in the last four months but the the picture it is a it is truly like dropping a pebble in a pond the ripple effect is extensive and it does not exactly stop. Oh, yeah and, and even it, if even if i was a stop. non-sports person even if i was yep. like i mean because there's lots of sports that i don't care for right but those still have an impact right i mean i'm a huge golf guy like and so right. golf coming back has been great because to me not much has really changed with the golf yep. i mean we saw black jesus make a run at this week he barely made the cut but when golfers swing and they make their shots, it's quiet anyway. So to me, right, the TV right. dynamic hasn't changed. You know, the only interesting thing with golf right now is Bryson DeChambeau versus like the TV media. I mean, that's. But you know, I can see sports like that going on, but those aren't revenue generators at the college level, no. right? No, I mean, those no. are hangers on. I, I mean, but again, they are and they aren't because a lot of these kids with the financial aid. See, that's right, where, right, where right. people people when people think, and this is, I guess, the, the ultimate point I was trying to like get across. When people think revenue generating, they think of like millions of dollars from ticket, ticket sales yeah. and right. that kind of thing. When I think of revenue generating, I think of that, but FAFSA. I, but I also because think, what you do yes, for a living, FAFSA. Yeah. I think of FAFSA, yeah, and and that it's just facts, and you know, you're more than welcome listeners to to go out there and look for yourself on Google about how academia and financial aid works yeah. and, and how that... I think it, Sean mentioned it one time before, like yeah. that being like... It's the world's largest shell game. Yes, and and it is. it's actually the bubble for that is larger than the real estate bubble that we all lived about. It totally the, is. Yeah. And Sean and I work in yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Let's make college affordable and so everybody can qualify for loans, but also... Let's, and then they didn't make it affordable. Yeah, right. Then they raised the price so they didn't get more loans. True facts here, and Sean can speak to this. Well, I can't speak to Vandy's numbers, but my first semester at UK, I was working you know, part-time and going to school full-time. I had to go and write a check for my first semester at college. You know how much it was? For my first semester, not not that was full full time. Yep. Right, six hundred dollars. I was gonna say, I bet it was. Uh, I think the check my parents wrote for that first semester wasn't it wasn't six hundred. It might have been. But you were staying at a dorm though. Too, yeah, right? it might have been staying at a dorm too. So it might have been three. Yeah, so mine, mine was off campus, yeah. like living at home at the time. I want like, to say mine was twenty five hundred. Yeah, but now isn't it like oh, ten, twelve? Beginning yeah. of mine was nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, yeah. Now it is the the tuition. At UK, they're looking at in-state for the years like twelve thousand dollars, and I, you know, since we're talking about this, and uh, I have students who work for me, and because we have keys money in this state, yeah, and work, and, okay. so their tuition is paid for, but they're still going in debt because their typical room and board for the first year when they live on campus is about another twelve thousand dollars. Jeez, that's crazy to live in those buildings. Yes, sir. twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars to live there. So they learned the lesson that. Mm. Your second year, it's cheaper to get four of your friends oh, yeah. rent one of the houses, house. yeah, and you that will probably cost you about eight 
to nine thousand. That's what I did. We we moved out, yeah. lived in the student ghetto. I mean, I never yeah. like I moved out of home, lived in the student ghetto, and like split a house with three four people. And right. it's much cheaper. It's much cheaper. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. So with the way this relates to our topic, is that if you live here, you read the thing about the UK furloughing people. What happened is that. They did the right thing and gave people housing furlough, I mean, housing refunds. Mm -hmm. But that paid the salary of those people who worked for a private contractor to take care of those dorms. There was no money coming in. There was no money to be paid. So you look about, and it's the same thing as with sports. Kids don't come to campus. They don't take their loans to go to live in a $12,000 a year apartment. People who clean up don't get paid. There goes taxes and everything else. And, you know, this is why administration is so top-heavy because... I'm not going to. Yeah. You know what? No. That's a different rabbit hole. That's, I'm not yeah. going to no, go down that road. You will get ganked for that yeah, one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I like my job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to go down that road. But, you're, but I you will know, say I, I would encourage, honestly, I would encourage people to go out there and read about it seriously. Because I don't. I, but, I, that, but that's the problem. That's the problem. People aren't educated enough on the topic to understand that this hurts. This not having sports at the collegiate level hurts more than just. Yes. Oh yeah, a billion dollar you know yeah. revenue. Or, or buy me a, a beer, or a, and we'll sit behind well, the mask, yeah. and I'll drink it in a straw, and I'll <laughs> yeah. explain it to you, and I'll give yes. you sources. Yep. Of course, it will cost you about forty dollars an hour, but we can work on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it. So anyway, um, John, did you have anything else to add? Say on the topic. Yes. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? No, I mean it's that's the thing is I would not. I, I mean I don't I don't envy the people making these decisions. Because I think it's largely a thankless task, but there's a point at which that's what you're being paid to do, is make big, meaningful, impactful decisions. And it's, I don't know, I mean, the president of UK, who has a master's degree in epidemiology, he's working with the NCAA to try to figure it out, which is good, because one thing this this whole epidemic, pandemic has shown us, the utter gutless, um, gutless. and abject failure that is... Mark Emmert, as president of the NCAA, he's done nothing but sit on his fat ass and collect a check. He hasn't led anybody. He hasn't helped anybody. He hasn't told anybody anything. Um, He held on to mama's teeth to the last second with the NCAA basketball tournament, and that finally dried up. So I guess he's back in his hole for another year. We'll see him about March if he's still around. (laughs) It's – I mean, it's – Talk about some place to go burn down. That would be the place I would choose. <laughs> is that Indianapolis? Yes. Yeah. It ain't big, but a six-hour drive. And it's right downtown. Oh, Indianapolis is like three, two and a half, three. Yeah, three. Six. Okay. It's a six-round trip. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. going to have to drive around New Circle for a little while to get up the courage <laughs> to go finish him off. <laughs> and drink a bottle of Jack. Uh, gosh, I almost, I think I forgot what I was going to say. I think I totally did. I was going to add one thing to that, but now I just like it's John got John got me laughing. I was, yeah. <laughs> he got you thinking about how far it is to Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's all it takes. Like, it's look, right squirrel. downtown. I know where it is. Look, squirrel. Oh yeah. Well, you got to go serpentine, so that yeah. way nobody fact nobody follows you. <laughs> oh, TikTok knows. TikTok knows. Yeah, TikTok's tra- trailing you. Got to tell. I can't believe that. Wow. I completely had Bummer. something to tag onto that. Yeah. That sucks. I yeah, but that. I, tell me, I'm wrong. Tell me, no, what you're has not he done? wrong. What has he led? In what way has he led? Has he built a coalition? Has he had a committee? Has he had a Zoom call? Hadn't even had a damn Zoom call. The, the question again, you know, we've talked about this, the gaslighting and like, you know, I tried to read multiple news sources. I tried to read AP stuff and uh-huh. I try to read unbiased stuff and I try to le- read the left and the right just to try to get some semblance of what might be right. 
But the thing that I'm seeing pop up more and more is like the like the length of these antibodies lasting, and that that like John maybe can talk about this more than I could because I'm not three months. Yeah, that that reduces the potential efficacy of a of a vaccine. So like, is this something like that we've got to figure out over the next three to five years, or is this going to be no? No, I initially thought it may be 18 months to 24 months they would have a vaccine that's viable, I but know. is that even a I'm, thing? I'm no Mister Science, but this is another variant of the common cold. We live with it. And we adjust our lives. If you, if you, but start most people don't die from cold. So right. Well, most people don't die from this, but it's another. No, I'm, I'm not saying that I, they I, do. I, I but I'm saying this seems to but be people, a harder hit. But people do get admitted with common colds to hospitals every year because they have some underlying condition. But my point is, it's there. The word that I've been telling people all across the internet and in my in my life, the word is endemic. It's yeah. here in the environment. We have to learn to live with it because if we don't, everything else falls apart. But again, I, I'm not the I, I'm not the, not the show authority here. Yeah. But it's like, and all, all these talks originally of herd immunity that now seem to have kind of dissipated because you can't get it with this, right? Because so is this going to become like the yearly like flu vaccine? They got to hope that you get the because apparently right there's strain, six strains. Yeah, there's six strains now. Or I don't know, and- Mr. Science. Well, I'm sure you don't want to talk about this on here, but this is not going away. That's what it's, I've thought. It's, endemic it's is the word, away. sir. The it's flu is endemic. The common well, cold is but, endemic. But the problem is this is worse because the percentages are worse. Because we So if you compare it to the flu, the problem is that even though 65% of Americans right. get the flu vaccine, nobody has this, so the numbers are skewed. So yes. it's going to be more. So the people, the people that say it's just the flu, no, that is not, not true. No, it's not just the flu. No, no. There are a couple of things we still. The, the bottom line that I would tell people is we still don't know. We don't know what are the long term effects. There are people that have had this and recovered who, um, ninety days, one hundred twenty days after they recovered, will say, "I walk to my mailbox, I come back, and I'm done for the day." And yeah, most they're of tomorrow, yeah. long long COVID survivors. The, is the, the, thing. Con- yeah. the concern is what is it doing because it essentially makes to some degree it makes fibrotic parts of your lung so the question is what is the long-term efficacy of that what what are we going to do how now, bad does it hurt now you here's the thing that i heard about that and i don't want nobody from russia or china to come get to me but now there's a theory out there that you know the henrietta locks genes from the woman yes. from uh, that this was grown or studied i shouldn't say grown studied using nose and so some of the genetic material is from the henrietta locks cell set which is cancerous cells, and that is what's going on to account for how it affects the blood, how it's so fibrous. Is that that African American yes. woman? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. 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 The, yeah, book yeah. Is, the book yeah, is written yeah, about. Yeah. Yes, and, and so, and so that, like the, what's the name of that book? Oh, I forget. You know, Mister. The Infinite Lives or something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, though. But anyway, so that's what they they're thinking that when the study or whatever was going on with this version of SARS, they were using the Henry Locks germs. The, the germ cells to study it, and that may have part of, imparted some genetic material, which makes it more fibrous, which makes it attack your blood, and all these things that cancer cells do. So, if that is true, and that is a fascinating idea, because everybody uses the, the same strain of yeah, cells. Exactly, send that's me the that. point. Yeah. I will. That has been the standard in medicine for fifty years. Yes, stolen from her. Yes, brought yes. into the world. Yes, that's what everybody uses. Yes. Yes. If that is true, we are all fucked. And so I did. <laughs> and then, then Guys, drink. I'm just like, I've got clinical depression all of a sudden. I should have <laughs> never asked drink this question. Drink some more. Drink <laughs> some more. I'm going to have to Uber home now, guys. Well, did, that brings up this other point, and we'll move off from this, <laughs> yeah. that comes up with mouse telomeres. Yep. Because mouse telomeres and live mice, are artif- they have discovered, a woman won a Nobel Prize for this, are artificially long. 
So all these drugs that they're using mouse studies to do with, their yep. telomeres don't react like a wild mouse does. So everything they say that doesn't affect humans, oh, you can take this because it doesn't kill the mouse, but it's not killing the mouse because their telomeres are too long and they're repairing themselves. For folks you don't know, telomeres are the end of your DNA. They get yes. shorter when you get older, and that's the reason you, you keep dying. The reason you want them to get shorter, shorter, is because if you don't, you get cancerous growth, and then you die from was that. Was that, what's his head, he was talking to Joe Weinstein. Rogan? Weinstein, yes. yes. Yeah, about, yes. about why la la lab mice are so <laughs> yes. problematic in the yes. United States. So if you've got these two things going on, with the Henrietta Locks germ which, which gene. are foundations yes. of yes. modern medicine. The two things. So we're fucked. I, I'm with you. John's going to start drinking all of his bourbon now. He's like, I'm with you. It's, there's a reason I had I have held all this back, <laughs> and now is the time. We are we are on the verge. <laughs> we're in the we're in the eleventh hour, folks. But I, I will say that as Chad pointed out, it's um, the idea of herd immunity. Everybody said, "Go get it, figure it out. You'll be fine later." It's, it's three we're months. finding now that's yeah. not true. No. Well, now that now they're talking even weeks. We're talking yeah. sixty weeks. days. Yeah. It, it depends because again, nobody knows because well. Those who had it haven't told the truth for an extended period of time. So now we're trying to piece together what we have here. And there are other things at play. Um, but the idea that you talked about a vaccine in, in 18 to 24 months, that was held that was held out by our leaders saying that we can really rush this and do that. That was the rush this and yeah, do that. Yeah. That was everything goes yes. well and we do that. And there have been... There have been a couple of companies who've had some promising results and they're moving into mm -hmm. the, the further trials. There's commentary that it may be disappearing too quickly yeah. for us to get a so vaccine. Yeah, it was when it was peer-reviewed. Yes. They are like, ah, exactly. this does this really hold but, up. But now yeah. what I will say is, I believe, I don't know whether Chad said this or Sean said this, but it is true, I think it was Sean, because we're going to have a period where this is just the first one. Mm -hmm. We had SARS, we had MERS, we had a number of these others. This is the latest in a long line. This has become more prevalent. It didn't stop because all the others they die out were in contained. heat. Yes, they're seasonal and yep. they die out in and, heat. And we unfortunately have not seen that with this. Not at no. all. Nope. So now we're in a situation where I truly believe every 18 to 24 months, you're going to see something like this. You're going to see a mutation of this same virus, and we're going to be in a position where we're going to have, you may have some immunity, you may have been vaccinated against this, but now it's mutated, and we're starting the whole process all over again. Yeah, from what I've read, again, I try to read multiple sources because yep, I don't want to be gaslit. I hate that. I do too. But everybody seems to agree, like whoever, whatever wild side you have, or even in the middle, that there are basically six strains out there and they each do different mm -hmm. things, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if this, like John said, if this is the first wave and this mutates more and like, yeah, this is going to become something that just doesn't go away, right? Yep. It's like, hold on, it's, kids. It's kids. Your word is endemic, people. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're right about that. And it's all these people who don't like to hear that in the new normal and the new COVID and that kind of thing. We're there's a point when people will look back at this and they will say this was pre-COVID, this is post-COVID. We will sit around this table in six months and we will talk about, oh, I remember the good old days when we went out with 10,000 people, you went out with 60,000 strangers and you didn't care. I watched... Yes, I watched the CMA Fest on <laughs> ABC 36. Thank you terrible. very much. It wasn't and terrible. And they showed a bunch of old footage because they didn't have one this year. And it was weird to me how much I thought, oh, my God, look at those people standing on top of each other, breathing all over each other. Well, Like I start to think about that now in what people are doing. That totally happened to me this week. I had a down day, I think, on Tuesday. And for some reason, a song that always like gets me to feel, gets me 
pumped back up is the song Lynn, Still My Sunshine. Do you I all like remember that song? song? Yeah. Yep. And so I went Google, like, you it's know, a YouTube. Happy song. That's great. YouTube yeah. the video, but I watched the video and I got sadder because it's like what John was saying. Yep. People at the beach, people hanging out, 40,000, 50,000 yep. people, like, you know, in the streets doing something. You're just like, this is not the world we have anymore. It's like, either. yeah. Still well, love the song, but I'm just like, oh man, this is making me sad. Yeah, dude. right. Well, thanks, Chad. Yeah. Thanks for bringing the whole end of the podcast. No, I didn't down. mean to. I just had a question. <laughs> no, I, I know. No, I, but I think it was a good discussion. I think yeah. it was, and, and I like the the fact that Sean brought that up because I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I, I want to read that. article. I really want to read that article. And, and if y'all don't know what we're talking about, go look her up because she her cells were stolen from her. Yeah, they, they were stolen were from her straight up. Stolen. What was the name of the book? Do we know? I, it's it's got a like redder like a red and yellow cover maybe a remember. red and white cover. I don't know. I've seen Henry it. Lacks in her cells. If, if you, you look it, up you her name, yeah. just, just yeah. look up her name. You'll, you'll find all kinds of it's stuff on her. Place. But a very interesting story, no, right. and it legit was stolen from her. Legit. Oh, there, there's, yeah, no there's no question about question. that. So, John, I didn't ask you this at the top because this kind of thing just came down, and it goes into effect. What is today? The 19th. Yeah, I think today's the 19th. So it goes into effect the 20th, and that's the Walmart mask mandate. Oh, okay. Um, so if you go into a Walmart store, and this isn't like a Kentucky thing, this is a national no, well, Walmart thing. Well, it's it's so we started off with Costco and um, I think Whole Foods. Yeah, did it in the very, yeah, very yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. So Whole now paycheck. Walmart, uh, yeah, I'll speak for Walmart, Sean on this. Target, Whole paycheck. CVS. There's been a, a number of them who this week have announced starting Monday in Kentucky. We have a, a statewide mandate. Um, by the governor, but corporations have now come to the front and said, now in order to be served in our facilities, you will have to wear a face covering. So, it, like I said, it started off with Costco and Whole Foods, and now it's Target, Walmart, CVS. There's a whole number of them. I knew, it was, it. I knew it was red. It's yeah, it's a red book, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. how do you spell her last name? L-A-C-K-S. L-A-C-K-S. Yeah. Go, I knew it was like a red or orange yeah, book. Yeah, definitely go, go read that book. Go read that book because that's... that's it, will, it actually will scare you about medical research. It's science. Yeah, Rob won't bring it to you, so you're going to have to get it on get the on download. The, get on the Libby app. Go on the Libby app, so, seriously. So keep... T- so the mask thing... <clears throat> Well, yeah, I mean, it's that's that's what the world's come to, and it's there are people pro mask and anti mask, and it's politicized, and there's a lot of issues about it. But I'm telling you, this is what there there are people out there who believe that Americans should start to understand we will be living with masks for probably five years. It's because of the the number of different strains, the fact we don't know, the fact that we're gonna the the um, any sort of immunity is fleeting. Well, that's Quickly. that's not at all where I was going with this. Where I was going with this is I can't wait to hear stories, tales from the Walmart mask mandate. Oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, I mean, next, it's, on the well, next I mean, episode. That's, that's the good thing is I'm not the person that enforces it. I, I do somebody. A lot of these motherfuckers out there can't Google phone numbers, so Whoa. I get to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true they can't Google worth a shit. So then I get all these calls, and they're like, "Oh, you can help me." And I was like, so y'all making me wear a mask? And I'm like, yes, you have to have a facial covering. All right, I need to talk to somebody else. And I was like, all right. We'll try to end this on an up note, but have I told you about the guy like that like had a, like a weird cadence with phone numbers? Uh-uh. So I was like, dude, what's your phone number? 85-923-2466. Like instead of like the 123-123-1234. Right. It was like the weirdest thing. His cadence was like, uh, 859. <laughs> and then he was like, 23 Oh four two. <laughs> no, look at John's. Look you at know this. Okay, like a legit uh, person that did that to me, and it almost gave me heart palpitations. Right? <laughs> like, what's your social security number? Five zero. 
Yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? Okay, I know someone who I will not call out by name <laughs> or location or employer, but in my profession, sometimes you have to call others to get information to transfer things. And there is an individual who says, okay, you ready? And I'm like, yeah. Bring it, baby. And when he gives numbers, he's like, 23, 48, 72, <laughs> five. Hike, hike, hike. And I'm like, oh, my God. Who when does I, that? It's uh, so weird. When I hear his name, when he answers phone, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> We're going to do this whole thing. And he's like, 72, 51, 23, none. Charlie, tango. And like he'll start, he'll go, Charlie, tango, 23, 58, 72, none. And I was like. Dude, this is not is, Vietnam. Is he on one of those big phones, yeah, like, big, you know, like the, the field phones? phones the with the field phones yeah, with the, the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the backpack, you yeah. got to have on a backpack. Yeah. Calling in a bomb hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, People with weird cadences, that's that's kind of hard to Just deal with. Just join society. Yeah. Join normal people. <laughs> like a social. Three, two, four. That's yeah. it. Phone it's number. Simple. Three, three, four. Three, four. Right? It's not that Amen. hard, people. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, Chad. There you go, bro. I need a laugh, sir. Thank you. Met somebody met Gil, somebody like that too. Good topic to yeah. end on. Where's your <laughs> there? I'm sure we've all met somebody like that yeah. for real. Oh, yeah. It's like, what is wrong with you? And then you probably feel bad if you legit find out they do have something wrong with them. Right? <laughs> no, 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 not me. There, there are rules, people. It's a civil society. <laughs> you say numbers like this, period. Yes. All right. Social contract, is it not, Chad? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, what, what do we think of this this old Fitz decanter 2005? Uh, that was right. 13 tasty. years. That was. That was good. That, it ex- Damn tasty. It was. It, it, my, the experience I had with my 11-year-old uh, bottle I had last year, it's good stuff. And I like the fact that we've been open for a while because when I first opened my bottle 11, there was a lot of harshness yeah. that rolled out of there, and it got better as the week rolled on. This is bomb diggity. Yeah, it, it totally is. I agree with Sean. I like, man. I wish I didn't have to drive home. I'd like sit here with you on crushes bottle. Yes, could, sir. We could figure out the new vaccine, right? right. <laughs> or how we're gonna divvy up John's uh, bottles for the Either end of the way. world. Fifty fifty chance. <laughs> it, uh, one thing I forgot to mention: it is Heaven Hill, um, and, and it's also bottle and bond, so it's hundred proof. It. I thought it it was very good. It was oily. I thought there was very a good oily. mouth feel. There was a, a spice, but also a sweetness to it. I thought it drank a little heavier than it was but i like that about it um i was really surprised i've had i think i've had the 11 and i really liked it this was as good if not a little better but i'm fascinated now that they point that out about the fact that it was exposed to air for uh, it was a year not much but it was so it's it's interesting i thought it was the sweetness on the nose was real nice i didn't mm-hmm. think it was yeah. too hot it yeah. did have a nice spice balance and i've been swirling it kind of in the glass and it is oily you can see it it, it does it has a nice coating on the it's glass got some legs yeah. it does have some legs to it it's it's a nice it's this a would nice be one pour. of those things if you were lucky enough to do like a heaven hill heaven hill barrel pick for like an elijah craig or something like that, you'd be like you would be just Tickled to walk yes, away with something would. like this. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Like, if, oh, this is so good. If you can find one of these, highly recommend. Right, they, they put them out like three times a year, and people tater for them hard. Um, they do. But I, I think I would recommend just opening it and leaving it. Oh, yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. Sure. don't yeah. drink yeah. it and right I've away. I've had three or four different expressions of this. And none uh, of them are bad. And none of them are bad. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, if you want to tater, you stand in line at your own risk right now. Uh, it's worth face value. And they're not expensive. They're under hundred bucks. I think. No, no, they're like hundred and fifty retail. I think. I think are they now? Twenty. That That's why the only reason we drank this because it got popped by nature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think I paid that much for mine, but I may have. 
Yeah. I think now they're like 150. 50, yeah. And if you get them at the gift shop, I think it's you walk out at 170. Okay. Because I just mm-hmm. got one of Buddy picked one up at the gift shop for my father-in-law, and I think I sent him 160 something, almost 170. But you you can get them. You're just kind of you get them. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like they're super. It's not like trying to find a pappies. No. But it's still. I mean, people realize yeah, that it's good yeah. stuff. And this is better than pappies, even in my opinion. Oh, yeah. for oh, sure. Sh- there's oh. so much stuff out yeah, there yeah, better yeah. than pappy. Yeah. I just I can't even with that anymore. I really no, can't. Not, yeah, not no. at all. No. No. <laughs> all right. So any end of the show. Shout outs from anyone? Uh, I'm going to shout out to my people at the gym who I've not seen in five months. But we had one of the founding family members of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in this weekend, Carlos Gracie Jr. Oh, wow. Wow. And BJJ. So they, yeah. yeah it's a Gracie. So they had a, a seminar yesterday. I wasn't able to go. So, but did they shout zoom out to or something? Or like, no, no. Oh, that's been cool that, if they did that. No. It's, you know. He's like legend. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. His daddy was one of yeah. His daddy was Royce. one of and his daddy is Carlos. Royce is the brother then? Royce, Royce is a okay. brother. Royce, not Royce. Royce, Royce yeah, okay. is a brother. But yeah, they're all brothers of the of, of the Helio. Yeah. Helio. So. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to shout out local restaurant, uh, Tony's. Uh, finally got a chance to go there last week. Oh, did I you? had never been. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking blown away, dude. I mean, I'm talking like top five restaurant experiences. Like, legit. I mean, you know, prices are not cheap. It's not something I can do every damn week, but had some friends in town, and it was really damn good. I'll just, I'll just say this. I'll, I'm just going to put this out there. I like Jeff Ruby's. Mm-hmm. I think Tony's has a better steak. Oh, Tony's steak is insane. Tony's crab it cake? Is good. That's the best crab cake I've and ever had. And if you had. don't want to pay the money but get close to Tony's, Blue Heron. Yeah. Blue yeah. Heron's good, too. I've been there several times, and it's just people. I think people are too... Uh, they think too bougie of themselves in there. Oh yes. Oh, oh no. I didn't say they weren't. Bu- they, yeah. they, they bougie, but it the kill, price is worth. It, it kills my vibe. It does it. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you on toast. And man, their steak tartare. It's holy shnikes. But, is good. Everything at table. Like we had a group of ten mm-hmm. that went, um, and we sat at the bar. It was nice. It was. That's a, what I was going to ask. Yeah, we sat at the bar. A friend of mine is really, really close friends with the owner and the bar manager. Um, so like we'd been ordering much stuff. So the bar manager goes and actually gets out a bottle of Pappy because we had some people from out of town and that's, he brought it out of his own personal collection and poured for us. Like, nice. I mean, it, just, it was wow. a great experience. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. They, they, no. And bar service there is, is worth, I don't know if oh, table, yeah, I don't know if table service is worth table the price. Table service is worth I've not done the table since I've just been there. The we've summit. done the table service. <laughs> we've been to table service multiple times. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> I've not been to the bar. I want to go to the bar oh, because it's it insane. seems a lot more relaxed. It's more chill. It was Absolutely. super chill. And I mean, I enjoyed it. I like we've, table we've service. We've been there for like anniversary, birthday kind of occasions, a couple of, I think we've been there three times. Yeah, thanks. So. Yeah, I, I did, and I guess that part of that experience probably was Hans because it was with some good friends. But yeah. I mean, they treated yeah. us like royalty, man. Yeah. Like, and I'm tre- telling you, their stakes are on. They, they're insane. Freaking point, man. I would I would argue the service. I'm sure you had excellent service because it was somebody you knew and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But the service is good. Otherwise, I thought. Like, oh yeah, it, wait, it is excellent. But they don't make you feel like a jerk, and they. No, I thought they did it. My irritation is pacing of meals. They paced the meal appropriately. Yes. Like they knew what was going on, and I wasn't sitting there throwing <laughs> groceries down my neck for a hundred damn dollars a dime. Oh, where's me out? You know that was my one problem with the blue heron. The pacing. Well, I've been there like four times. Pacing was off. They just trying to turn tables because yeah, they got all tables. these people back yes. here, and they're like, yeah. "Dude, I'm getting paid the same amount of money whether you sit here all they night know. or remove." And I've I had, to go, I've had a similar dinner at the Capitol Grill in Indy, and that was perfect pacing. Because they're yeah, professional yeah. servers. Yeah, that, yeah. That pay, the pacing, pacing. And, just, we, we and hit. then the place I recommend that y'all go, and then we'll get off this. We can get out of here. Is six ten Magnolia Ed, Ed Lee's place in Louisville? Oh, in Louisville. 
I've watched a couple shows about him. Oh, my God. I've seen him when he was on one of the cooking shows. And he used to do a food truck here. Yeah, he did. Yeah. His pork belly. I've had his pork belly for us. But they don't turn tables. Yeah. So when you make your reservation, you can go in there and stay all night if you want. And it's perfect. That's kind of how Tony's was done. Our reservation was set up. And they accommodated us against the government. Like we had an eleventh. Uh, Josh Fowler was in from okay. from uh, from Virginia Beach, and so like like getting Pappy in Virginia Beach is, since it's state regulated. Say he never had that, and no. it was just like it was just like made his whole weekend. Like because that was a big deal for him. It's not a big deal. For, I don't give like we said, but like we sat there the whole night, man, and just like it was fan. We closed the fucking place down. Nice, it was awesome, nice. It was yeah. yeah. I I'm can't with say you, enough good things about it. Highly recommend. The rumor is that the Tony is, used to work for Jeff Ruby. It and is, no, that's true. Okay. That's, that's truth. That's truth. And yep. I have heard that. Yep. He's fucking killing it. Yeah, he is, man. I I totally agree with you. Totally and I think he you. makes a better steak than old. I, I, yes, I, I do. That's what I people say. That. Yeah, I, I think. Put it this so. way: Oni was with us, and him and his wife, and Oni lives in and Vegas. Vegas Imagine right? the restaurants he's been to. Oh, exactly. We asked him about what he thought. He was like, he's like, legitimately, he's like, this is one of the best restaurants I've ever been to. So much so that we went Friday night. He and Heather booked another reservation and went back on Monday. Wow. wow. Well, okay, there you go. Yeah, that's all you, you need right, to yeah. know. It's Oni's record. Oni's it all, all that's you know, all you need Anytime to know. somebody comes, like, he's got some friends with big money, and when they come to Vegas, they want to do Vegas. Right, right. And so they go out with him. So they've been to all the high-end things. Right. So if you're, if but, yeah, look at the number of high-end yes. chef restaurants. Yes. People have opened oh, out God, there. He yeah. had access to all that. If you're yeah. punching in that weight class. Yes. Okay. Hey. And this lands, that's impressive. That's all you need is Oni's recommendation sold. Sold. John, any any of the show shout outs? Oh, real quick. I mean, I would probably shout out the Big Ten Network. I've enjoyed the comedy. <laughs> wow, they've they've had a lot of comedy on this this summer. I've enjoyed that. Um, it, the SEC Network I've enjoyed, although I could not watch. I, well, I watched the the um, I watched the a bit of the um, last of the. 80s to 89, I guess it was. Auburn, the, Alabama. Well, yeah. they talked about that, and they had Jordan was there. Well, they had uh, uh, Pat Dye was there. Pat Dye was on there. And Bill Curry was on there talking yeah, about Curry how was, he, yep. he said if they had a better coach, they would have won. I'm like, yes, sir, I agree. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, yep. you took your crappy sweater and came here and shot all over us for about three years. Um, so, I mean, I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed. Um, it's not what you enjoy, got, it's who you shouting out. Oh, oh, who I'm shouting out. <laughs> I don't give a crap. He's, he's shouting out John and his TV watching. I don't give a crap. I would like to shout out all the people who checked on me this week. I was not the person who died. It was another person who died. I've had a number of people inquire. Are you serious? Was there a John Lewis that died this week? The the oh, you mean the representative, John, yeah. the yes. John Lewis? <laughs> it was. It, he was. He a different genre. He yeah. is, it works Speak in of a people who realm. don't Google. Good yeah. lord! I'm telling you, I've had a couple people. Are you serious? You I'm look like just like real. him, John. Yeah, you sure do. That's when we hang out together, brother my brother. From another mother. <laughs> lord. All right, that's it. I'm cutting this, cutting this whole thing off. All right. Uh, well, I guess that's going to do it for us. Hopefully, Rob will be back next show. I'm hoping. He's going to be slinging in books. We need we need Contrarian Rob. Contrarian Rob. Contrarian Rob. Yes. I thought Chad did a good job Chad today. did. I tried. He gave it a yeoman's yeah. effort. He did it bring the whole you thing the down. the yeoman's effort. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> appreciate it. All right. Well, anyway, I guess you can find us uh, on a bunch of different platforms. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. I, I bet we're on other platforms that I don't know about because that tends to happen with podcasts. Um, we're on Twitter at PodcastBABO. We're on Instagram where you're going to be able to see this fine bottle of old fits. Uh, yeah, I think we're still on Twilight Sports Radio. Yeah, whatever. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Peace out, people.